0: what would you like the power to do mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america and a member fdse all righty all right let's well let's do this thing welcome in to the PHNX rising postgame show appreciate everyone joining us um you know, that was that was, uh, was quite the match. Rising, fortunately, fall to San Antonio 2-1. Uh, Rising go down a man very early on within the first 10-15 uh, minutes of the game after Emmanuel Manuel Arteaga, red card. Danny Trejo with a goal in the 20th minute. Puts him on the board. Shorthand a goal, pretty impressive. Uh, Rising absolutely held their own for the majority of the match. Not just parking the bus, not just cowering back and seeing what San Antonio threw at them, but they were attacking. They almost got a second goal in there in the second half. And for all of the effort that they put forth, unfortunately it was undone by an equalizer in the 85th minute. And then when rising was threatening once again, in the waiting minutes of stoppage time, a goal in the 90th minute plus stoppage time for San Antonio, Rocco Rios Novo high off his line. Um, I know we'll get, in that, get into that a bit, but uh, unfortunately just kind of ca- caught out of position San Antonio counters, they score, and, you know, it's 2-1. And I think it's something we were talking about in the uh, days leading up to this, that if you were to tell me 2-1 against San Antonio, I think this was a match that we expected rising to lose. We possibly, some people were saying that might got embarrassed. And the performance they put in, going down a man, going with not playing a perfect game, with still threatening, with still putting in a type of effort and just performance attacking wise, defensive wise, we haven't seen a a complete performance from this team like this. It feels like in a while and against the caliber of opposition, it was something, listen, we're frustrated by the loss. We're frustrated by the refereeing. We understand that it's going to be a pretty volatile show. And I'm trying to keep it a little bit calm for the meantime, but I will say for anyone who's discouraged by the effort or performance for what I was hearing in the North end or by people who are saying one out I I I don't I don't get how you can't have anything but respect for the performance that was put on tonight, despite the refereeing, despite the miscalls, despite the man down performance. It was something that was a, was a quality performance from Phoenix Rising. I think that was something from just a footballing perspective, from a neutrals perspective, of course. It sucks that we lost that match. It's I'll be we'll be we all be the first to say that we are absolutely disappointed, pissed. We wanted to win that much, want to take a result from that match. But that's it's damn, it's, it's a beautiful match where you saw absolutely all the range of emotions the release showed from that first goal from Ri- the only goal from Rising. I think that was
1: it was a goosebumps moment. But
0: uh, I'll get that out of the way. It was all the mush stuff. That was all that.
1: Uh, Max, you, you took yeah. long enough on that, you'd have gotten a yellow yeah, card. Tonight. I know, I you'd know. You've gotten a yellow card yeah, for that know, one tonight. You spent know, so long on that I know.
0: One. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I'm Max Simpson, joined by <laughs> Owen. Uh, I've said my piece about this match, Owen. There's a lot to digest. What do you make with all this?
1: Yeah, there's a lot to talk about <laughs> after that game. I think oh. first and foremost, we need to understand. We need it. We need to accept. Here, right? I predicted that Rising we're going to lose. You predicted that Rising we're going to lose. A lot of people predicted Rising we're going to lose. In a lot of ways, tonight we shouldn't be surprised by the fact that they lost to a team who are a serious serious force in this league yeah we have to be honest about that this isn't a loss like that loss against vegas it isn't a loss like that loss against miami it isn't drop points against a team that's out of form that's struggling that can't make things happen that's not what we saw tonight yeah. and we need to be clear about that we also need to be clear about the fact that while we're going to and we will as the show progresses get into why Rising had their backs against the wall, why they were put in some awkward situations, and why in part that may be their fault as well. We also need to acknowledge that for the best part, really, of 80 minutes of play, this Phoenix Rising team did come out there, left it all on the field. They didn't get over the line. But we need to be honest about the fact that most teams in that position are not going to come away with a result. Now, again... I'll go. we'll happily go back in and talk about Manuel Arteaga and talk about how that incident happened, whether it should have been a red card, shouldn't have been a red card, whether he should have even been getting himself into that position to pick one up. But we also need to be honest about the fact that how many teams in this league, how many teams are going to play for 80 minutes against San Antonio in that position and hold their own for a lot of it? They aren't. They aren't. This team again, it hurts as Albert says. Yes, they have the win in their or they have the win in their hands until the last ten minutes. I agree. Yep. It hurts, it but it's one of those results whereby yep. we need to put it in the perspective yep. that it deserves, yep. which is that quite frankly, going into this game, even with eleven players, I wouldn't have said that this was an awful, awful result. Even, it's it just hurts because they it felt it's, like it's, they it's had the man, it.
0: it's the it's the manner in which yeah. they listen in the score prediction you said three two going to this I said two one and if you are gonna tell me this is how the two one was gonna happen never would have believed you never would have believed you we, we again for the better part of eighty five minutes we're thinking okay how is gonna ri- rising gonna hold on but then the longer the game goes on you're thinking well wait a second they actually got something here there's something where this again this wasn't a team that was holding on for dear life and just putting ten men behind the ball and they're saying dare us they were going after it they were trying to get that second goal they were the they were the aggressor in a lot of parts during this match and it's one of those where you see it by 60th, 70th minute guys are tired you see those heavy legs but it kept on going it's a valiant performance it's just a very 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 tough result given the context
1: of this it is it is look it's 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 gonna be one of those nights i think it is the size Uh, there's the uh thoughts about what could have happened what yeah. should have happened i mean even looking at the second half there were moments where you felt rising perhaps could have snuck an extra goal they could have gone 2-0 yeah. up in some of those moments it was one where danny trejo maybe the, oh. the control isn't quite there then oh. there's darnell king's header which yep. again i thought trejo was offside on that one if he was going to get anything on the end sure. of it maybe he was maybe he wasn't sure i haven't had the chance to look it back so sure. i can't really get into that i can't really break those down but yeah. but overall. What they found, this is an interesting one here. We can talk about the red, again, we will talk about the red card. I I know people are going to want to talk about it. Juan wanted to talk about it a little bit. Well, in the abstract, I'll say, after the fact. Um, But you you look at how the game changes after that point as well. And San Antonio are a team that catch you in those quick moments, like they did on that final goal. (laughs) They're a team that catch you in those spots. But when Rising go a man down, can then ultimately take the lead Mm. it changes the game in a way that isn't necessarily favorable to san antonio a lot of the time they are not a team that are amazing at breaking you down in terms of you know they've got a lot of the ball that's not what they do they beat you on the counter they beat you in those moments and because they weren't allowed to do that it's how tough it ultimately got at times tonight now yeah, it's not easy for them. They did, of course, break through, as you'd expect a team of that caliber of quality oh, yeah. to, to, to ultimately do in the long run. Um, it's hard to keep them at. It's hard when you have kind of issues like you had at the end of that game um, with uh, the positioning and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's it's difficult. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I do want to nod and chat? Yeah, now, yeah. I, I'll, I'll say this now, and I'll say yeah, this to, to Gullingman Pat there in the chat, but the perspective was nice uh, two months ago. Again, no, no, perspective is still relevant. Now this team is, again, where do you expect Rising to be in the table? Where do you expect Rising to be in the table right now? Do you expect them as a result to be beating teams like San Antonio who are at the very top of it? No. That's the question Most, here. most teams do in expect general. expect those kind yeah. of results, okay? That's a tough one. Most teams anywhere. in this league, you shouldn't be expecting. If you're expecting Rising to be in fourth or fifth and you are... Really, really unhappy. They didn't be a team that were in what? What are they in second, second. now? Yeah. And realistically, have per- Sacramento per- in this side perennial
0: first. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: That's perspective, and that is still relevant. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, that's incredibly relevant yeah. at this time but, of the season. Listen, it's it, 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 it's it's understanding where a a loss like this, the way that it happened, we're going to get a lot of divisive opinions on both sides, even in the middle. It's this play. This match was on both sides and in the middle. Throughout it, I am mean, seeing right, Kieran, one out, crowd are crazy. Props to rising players for focusing adversity well. They should leave the stadium with their heads held high. Agreed on that. CD goalie, boys fought hard. It happens. On to the next. Uh, I saw earlier on in uh, the comment. But Pat,
1: they're down to 10 men yes, and have been down yes. to 10 men for about yes. 70 minutes at that point. Of course, of course, there's a risk that they're going to give that one up. Of yeah. course, there's a real risk to that. How mm-hmm. many teams do you expect them to, to play in 70 minutes? Are like, going to be as strong and willing to, we can bunker down for five, 10 more minutes. It's hard. It's hard. this is professional football. This is what happens. Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, uh, see, Phoenix Rising 1-1-2. It's only a matter of time before Rocco playing uphill with Bada. Sadly, it wasn't a game. Where we're up 3-0. Understandable. Um, yeah. Mikey Vandenplass. You know, th- that was actually a good comment real quick from Mikey. I'll be the first to say, Andrew an ass off, And then, of course, you know, Harry, yeah, great to be here. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, I do want to shout everyone in the chat, by the way, please hit the like button, right? It's a big show, big show for us. A lot of you guys watching well, it feel here.
1: Feel free to argue in the chat yeah, as well. We love it. We love we it. the we're engagement. Getting, Give you, us the, the involved. life. Involved. Ta- I'm getting involved. love you, Pat, but no, I'm going to argue back.
0: Going back to what we were talking about, right, where a team in this position, where they're up with, you say favors phoenix rising in a sense of like from the tactical perspective we were t- we were talking what us to jake everything like that this was a position where both teams have actually found themselves and both of them looked like it was favoring rising you saw rising go up one nil against san antonio in their earlier match rising get getting play you have a player sent off they hold on for a draw conversely a couple weeks ago san antonio playing miami fc at home for san antonio Miami go, scores early, and they go down a man, and Miami holds on for 80-plus minutes. They get the win. So you're seeing this. You're kind of seeing everything out up. you. You see how the energy was brought. You see the style of play where Rising wasn't just cowering back to that. I keep on going back to that. It's so easy for a team in this position to say, I'm going to park 10 men behind the box. I'm going to say, take as many shots as you can. We have one of the best keepers in the league. Try us. And that's not what they did. No they tried for that second one they acted as but a, they did it they did it in a reasonable manner they, were smart they didn't take a necessary rest they're very smart about leave it.
1: themselves mm-hmm. open at times when they could have done so on those attacks
0: no they're very smart about it they they took their shots when they need to and while it didn't end up coming across in the 65th minute what we're alluding to there was almost a second goal and then you're thinking this in an entirely different match. listen this is one where we can point to a lot of things and players some players were off their performances, but if you're talking about from the effort and from a whole team perspective, I really don't know what more you can ask for in this situation. I really don't. I, no. I, I, if anyone in the chat can point to something, please do, but after after that long, after that sustained pressure, it's kind of surprising that they lasted that long, but you have to see the performance. Makes sense.
1: No, I know. Look, I, okay, right. Let, let's. I'm going to want to end probably on some big picture and come back to big picture later on, so do you want to lead, lead us, lead us, Max, lead us towards some more minute things yeah let's let's do it let's
0: let's let's get into the numbers let's go get into the the numbers um tells a bit of the story here by the numbers right Phoenix Rising 1 San Antonio 2 expected goals 1.42 for Rising 1.26 for San Antonio shows that right relatively equal in terms of the style of goals 35% possession for Rising 65% for San Antonio here's where it starts to get a little bit crazy I'm going to throw out some numbers these are not incorrect these are what they are Shots. Rising 9. San Antonio 20. Shots on goal. Rising 1. San Antonio 5. Fouls. Phoenix Rising 6. San Antonio 14. Yellow cards. Phoenix Rising 2. San Antonio 1. Red cards. Phoenix Rising 1. San Antonio 0. Total crosses. Phoenix Rising 6. San Antonio 6-D. six, D.
1: But six a lot of their zero. Crosses, a lot of their crosses, and I was noticing yes. this, they were yes. crosses that were going beyond. Oh, they were constantly looking the entire game sure. what they were doing. They were whipping crosses in. They were playing them beyond the far post Power. and looking for that flick on back across. But the problem is that doesn't always work when you've got numbers in there. We, rising were defending at we, times We were, We were... We, re, it's too re, crowded yes. to expect you're yes. going to win the first header and the second reason
0: I were looking and at one point their rising and only attempt, I think it was by the 80, 80th minute or something, rising and only Attempted two crosses we saw. And you look at that and you're thinking, that's not what you want to see of an output performance. When you've seen previous rising matches in recent weeks, when they're shooting the ball over the place and the, the cross are going nowhere, and it's almost just aimless, directionless. I looked at that stat I'm thinking, this is actually encouraging. There's only two crosses. You think it was a much more deliberate attacking effort. I'm okay
1: with that. Well, the way that I look at it, the way that I see what they're doing out there then is that you see a move away, perhaps, from the buildup that results in a cross when you're a team like Rising in the position that they were in. What they're moving to is something more, a little bit direct. They're looking for a guy who they can play it forward to, to run onto. And sometimes, yeah, maybe they're in wider positions, but more often than not, they were looking to try and pump it up, find someone perhaps either up the middle or someone who can... Play it in a different kind of way, not crossing, because yep. again, you do not have the numerical advantage in yep. those moments. You don't have that advantage. You can't take those risks. And and look, you. you I, again, I wouldn't expect them to have a lot of crosses because what I'm expecting in those moments is I'm expecting them rising down a, a a goal. Yeah, well, up a goal, sorry, down a man. Yep. Um, again, because you want to make sure you leave people back. You want to leave a lot of those people who are going to win headers back. Um, Manu's a guy who can win balls in the air. Yeah. You know, you, he's lost now. Sure. Um, then you have, I mean, I mean, Danny's probably. I, I'd rather see utilization of Danny's pace, even though he can head a ball. Yeah. Um, I, I just think that look overall, it, it's tough. It's tough for rising when you're coming up against an opponent who will also leave a good number back as well to deal with those moments yeah. of pace to deal with that. Um, it's just hard. It's yeah, hard. yeah, to, to
0: come uh, to kind of pile on or echo. Devin's comment 20 shots. Another stat that blew my mind Phoenix ri- corners, Phoenix Rising one, San Antonio 20. It was absolutely staggering seeing some comments in the chat as well. Race dog 88 and this match was heartbreaking. Absolutely, sure was. Maven's keep. We lost after scoring first. It's unnatural. Um, Luis Lopez, I want to be mad and not, not, uh, not consider any context. Yeah, it's tough. I get it. It's, uh, listen, it, there's a lot. A lot going on right now. Listen, there's, there's many plot points that we can get to, and I know you, we, want, we want to talk big picture. Do, we, we got to talk about the red card. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Let's talk, let's talk, let's uh, let's talk no, about the red card. Fun. Let's build um, let's, a let's band-aid.
1: We need to break down, I think there are two parts to this. Number one is, should it be a red card? Is it something that Ricardo Fierro should be giving in that moment? I think that what we're seeing in that moment is that there is a movement of the head. I understand that. I'm not fully convinced by replays that have been shown what the extent of the contact, all of that is. It's worth noting that a red card in that kind of situation, we're talking of a red card for violent conduct in that moment. So a red card for violent conduct in that moment, you have to factor in the fact that it must include excessive force and or brutality, okay? That's where we kind of draw the line. I know people will say, well, if there's heads involved, there's that. there's There's a lot of factors that actually play into this. That's why sometimes you see things off the ball, right? I mean, you could argue that anything off the board is excessive, yeah. but that's not what we that's not what football expects. Hell of an expects. acting job. That's not what football expects. Now, in this moment, I think what you're looking at is something that, by and large, I, um, I'm still not certain either way. It feels a little bit soft. It feels in some ways as though Fiero yeah. is tying his hands with certain off-the-board decisions of what the expectation therefore will be going forward, what it is in that game going forward, how you should be expected to react to certain things in the moment. I'd also say that it... By and large, well, he sold that call very well, I think, the defender. Um, Garcia, when he goes down. I will add that I don't think his teammates were selling it particularly well, which to me speaks volumes in it, to an extent. It's yeah. it's a question as then as to whether a red card is actually needed in that moment um, or yeah. whether you can get away with going with the yellow. In the end, he goes red. Now, I will add this, though. Whether it's right or wrong. Manuel Arteaga does not have a need to get himself in that position at that time. Manuel Arteaga as a player who is a leader on this team should display much better consideration of the moment, the real reality of what could be the consequence, uh, what exactly he gains from doing that, which is nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, he should be more mature in that moment and know that he can't get involved in that. I understand that football is a game of emotion. I'm not going to argue that in some ways. And I know there's a comment there about headbutting. Some people have actually suggested, I mean, look, it's been a, a long day. There's a lot of questions of replays that people have or haven't seen. A lot of people who, whose opinions I would consider quite seriously have, have watched it and said they don't, they're uncertain if contact was ever made, yeah. which that is yeah. an important part of this. Yep. But you can't, it, it, if you are Manuel Arteaga in that moment, regardless of whether that is the case or not, and we can get into that discussion. And you know what? Honestly, after, after this, I don't necessarily want to get into the discussion. Yeah. But in that case, must show greater maturity in that moment. He cannot go and give the referee an excuse in that moment to pull out the card from the back pocket. When you do that, you get what you deserve to a certain extent and again. Yeah, football's a game of emotion. If this happens in the 70th minute and yeah. the guys have been going at it all game, maybe I understand that a little bit more. Yep. This is 12 minutes into a game. I'm sorry if you can't keep your emotions in check, you have to seriously question I'm I'm sorry. You're a professional footballer. Do yeah. better.
0: <sighs> yeah. Uh you know, you know it's it's a tough one when you leave it into the decision of the refereeing. I think that I think that's essentially what I'm hearing you boil the point down to is whether people are saying it's a red card or not, whether it was, you know, listen, whether people saying it was headbutt, whether it was or not, we, from what we saw, it wasn't one of those where I'm like, bam, headbutting, you know, just invade your personal space there. For those who are watching on video, it was rather more, I am kind of kind of in your space, kind of like walking along. It was, you see from this ref, at one point, uh, there was four fouls called for Phoenix Rising. Only one of them didn't. Wasn't a card right? This, this, the ref was very much it was six, six fouls total for rising. Half of them ended up being cards. You cannot leave it into the referee's decision, rightly or wrongly. And I, I, I get your point, right? As a player, as a guy who is contending for the golden boot, who has been capped as a guy of consistently starting for this club, can't put your team in that type of position. The interesting thing to me, right? And I know we don't want to at this point because it's time, It's it's time to move on. I'm tired, we're tired of talking about the red card, but. It's interesting that the official, immediately right away, doesn't consult the AR, doesn't consult anyone. He just well, straight, up, straight up goes on, no, away. He's
1: got a view on it, right? Max, in that moment, I see what you're trying to get to, but this is a common thing, right? A, they've got comms. So don't even get in with the consultation. We do not know. We do not know okay. on that one, okay? If you say over the comms, if he's got on the headset, right, and he says to his AR, I've got red, what have you got? And he says red, that's consultation. You don't mm. know if they've done that or not, mm. okay? We can't discern that and we should never attempt to I think discern that in those moments however I will say that and again I also think that he's got a, a reasonable view on it okay quite frankly as well the assumption that the assistant referee can't speak up for themselves Now, what can you while he's been around this league for plenty of time okay that guy if he wants to speak he can speak. It's if more, he's not going to speak yeah, yeah. up. And bear in mind that red card can be rescinded until play restart. Sure.
0: It's more so that he was so confident in his decision red card, there was zero hesitation. He walks over, he sees it immediately. There was yeah. no, there was no, I'm not even talking about that. Oh, or what's your decision? Like even deliberating. It's more so he came up knowing the situation and immediately shows red. It shows that regardless whether people thought it was ambiguous or not, whether it was a headbutt, whether it wasn't, the situation from what he saw. Immediate red, and there was zero hesitation about it. You can't put yourself in that situation. That's more yeah, no, than that's too.
1: that's entirely that's entirely correct. I think now, do you want to get more into refereeing more broadly? Because obviously, this was something that Juan actually brought yeah. up initially when I asked him his initial thoughts. He he. Again, it's vaguely spoken on times. So what he said is, look, when we perform badly, I want to take the blame. I want to be the first to hold my hands up and, and say that we didn't do well enough. He said that it's time as well that maybe when the league look at certain things, people need to be starting to raise hands yeah. and step up and accept things. Yeah. Um, it was a very clear uh, expectation, uh, uh, a very clear thinly veiled message of not that thinly veiled. Yeah, but it yeah. was aimed at the officiating tonight. Look, Juan picks up a yellow card in that game. Um Referee Ricardo Fierro also dismissed. I've been led to believe he dismissed a ball kid at one point um, in the first half for not retrieving a ball as quickly to his liking. Um, Brutal. I I need to add as well that to me, the handling of the aftermath of that game um, and the incidents that took place on the field after the final whistle, many of which were amped up by. A, an incredibly hostile atmosphere that happened down at the south end, of which some people will say, inevitably, blame it on the, the fans. But, I mean, we've, we've heard more than enough. I've heard more than enough of people present, um, both on the field and off it, that the atmosphere down there was very much a two-way thing. Um, the engagement was crossing a line that should and wasn't handled correctly by the officiating crew in some ways. That especially is inclusive, I think, of some of the actions that took place at the time of the winning goal for San Antonio, which I think builds up into a bigger picture of Fierro ultimately trying to get out of there in that moment. That is shown by the fact that you end up with a mass confrontation at the final whistle, and when you look for Ricardo Fierro, the referee, he is nowhere to be seen. Uh, The reason, he has walked straight off with his crew immediately. Now, that's something that at a grassroots level is often told to referees to get off because there's very little support there. At a professional level, when you do that, what you are saying is the league have got to work this out on their own. There is no input from the referee, no visibility of anything that has happened there. Anyone who has committed an act of violent conduct or any other serious offense out there is now beholden on the fact that there was a camera out there to pick it up. There is, and I haven't heard any allegations of violent conduct, so I'm, I'm, sure. I'm just sure. putting forward it, in theory if that happens in, general, in that. General. Okay, yes, yes. I, I can't give that point. Sure. But the, the point here is, is that at that stage, when the officials are still out there and clearly tens, tensions kicking off, you do need to be watching that. You can't be the first off the field. You can't be. That is a, a dereliction of duty in those moments. Now, people sometimes have the expectation the officials are going to get involved in it. No, but you stand back, you take notes, you observe, you submit a report to the league. That's what happens in those moments. When you walk off as quickly as they did, doing so a mere eh, 45 to 50 seconds, maybe after the the four minutes um, that was added, um, was given given a large portion of that time the ball was not in play. Yep. Um, he actually called it before a corner where he was going to allow the corner, uh, but then intervened in there. Um, I, I mean, Harry, to, to your comment in there, I, I have heard these reports, too. We do not have enough yet to substantiate that. So we will not be repeating those comments. Um, but. yeah, I don't know. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff today was. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a, there's absolutely a lot. And B- BJ's <laughs> reasonably correct there. Once he leaves the field, uh, yeah, he, he can't come back. His part of the match is over. The key thing there for the referee is the referee should not have leave. left the field don't as leave. quickly as he did. Yeah. You assess and then you leave. Broadly speaking, a lot of leagues, professional leagues now, won't like it when you leave that quickly. Um, for the very simple reason that, quite frankly, A, as a referee, your safety is, broadly speaking, not in trouble. Um, at a professional level, Is an expectation. That's not an issue. Yeah. Um, it's not like grassroots where there's very little to, to assist you with in those moments, right? Um yeah. uh, it's it just it's just poor. It's poor because what he's done now is he's left it entirely in the hands of the league yep. to try and work out something that as we know at a USL level, the cameras and all of that, it's not it's not great. It's not great at all. Um I don't know. There was a lot of stuff kicking off back there. A lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, messy. that's messy. Uh, Very messy. There's a there's a lot. Uh, this gonna be a lot. All right, ad man, Give one. me an ad. Yeah, I was I was I was getting there. I was just about to get there. Um, yeah, like Ekwonu BJ supposed to be last man off the pitch. CEO, then broadcasting from took offense to defense, the taunting at the supporters, but obviously the camera doesn't pick up everything. Absolutely more we gotta learn from this. Listen, uh, there's just again full range of emotions uh, on display on this match. Need to mellow out. Recommend some OGs. Friends of OGs, they definitely have many things to help you uh, in these types of scenarios. Uh, especially, I recommend, recommend the Indicas, uh, whether it's the fruits or the creams. Even the little Happy Balance, a little one-to-one CBD and THC. They got it all. Really can use it in a situation like this. Uh, maybe uh, certain members of, uh, you know, refereeing crew or whatever. Everyone, just take a little OGs, mellow out. Feel fantastic! Absolutely, uh, you can check them out on Instagram at OG's Brands. That's O G E E Z Brands on Instagram or online to find them at a local dispensary near you at OG'sBrands.com. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Um, while you're getting some OGs, check out our friends at Circle K. You're gonna need to refill. You're gonna need to rehydrate. I'm very parched after witnessing what we just witnessed. Uh, talking. On this microphone with this guy, gonna need a nice polar pop. Make it two polar pops. Text PHNX to 31310 for not one but two. You got to buy one, get one free. Polar pop, thank you to our friends at Circle K. They will hook you up if you do so. Get your phone, all of you guys on the chat. Super incredibly easy to do. Um, they got snacks, they got everything to fuel up. Fuel up because we're pretty depleted after this one. It's gonna be a long one. So check out Circle K again. Our friends at Circle K for uh, hooking us up and everything like that. I do see Thomas's comment, "Bad blood here for sure." Hoping go on a run, meet them in the playoffs. Maybe this is a watershed moment to rally around. You know that is actually a nice segue. And if he will. Oblige us. Can I ask, Mister Jake Anderson, as he was not ready Jake, at all? Jake, be careful. For, Jake, as be he was careful. Not at careful. There's ready a cable running right across the other he's, way.
1: Other way. Other way. Come by me. Come by gonna, me. He's come gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna go around. Let's try not and have we, him. I want to hear
0: from Mister Jake Anderson. Get his thoughts on this. We gotta squeeze in quickly. Yeah, we'll get across. That's that fine. Far.
2: That's fine. Okay. Um. Yeah. From one of the few times I actually agree with almost everything <laughs> Owen said. That's how you know something went badly today. No, I mean, they, from the moment the the red card happened, I mean, I even heard you behind me. and You even said it out loud as it happened. Like that's he's gonna get sent off for this. Red card comes out. We got 80 minutes of the entire game has changed. The fact that they even were able to take the lead was shocking to me. And I, when about 75th minute, I said to you, "Yeah, what was more? If they would have held on, mm-hmm. what would have been more impressive? This win, a potential one nil win down a man for 80 minutes, or the fact when they came and they beat the crap out of Memphis." six nil and everyone I talked to about this all said the same thing this match holding on if they would have would have been one of more impressive if not the most impressive yeah. win of the season and obviously it all just comes collapsing and crashing down and and it, it's just a gut punch yeah like at the end of the day that it's you get nothing out of this game you fought your absolute ass off for 80 minutes guys are exhausted. And it's just unfortunate because it just seems like every time this team does do something good, there's equally something bad. And, and, and my biggest point in what I agree with, with Owen is yes, I completely think it was a soft red card. I think it should have been a yellow Mm -hmm. at most, but at the same time, Manu cannot put himself in that position. You have to know better. You're a professional football. You've been doing this long enough. You can't give the referee the option. You can't give him a reason to do that. And, I don't think the league will retract the suspension against El Paso. I'm hoping they do. Um, and, you know, we're going to have to see a different rising without Manu now. And and that's not necessarily one that's for been very
1: uh, fortuitous. So. Yeah. We do need to double check as well some of the yellow cards, of course, today and how many yellow cards overall were handed out um, or ha- have been handed out in the past to certain mm. players. Um, my understanding is that someone who picked them up may be facing a suspension, but I do need to double check the statistics on that. Um maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I was I was told maybe, but maybe not. Mm. Looking at these numbers. I don't know. We'll see. I know why. I know why. It would have been a double yellow in that last Sunday. Uh, well, yeah. Someone yeah. counted it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone's counted it in one place and not counting another. Yeah. So Carlos Harvey, thankfully, doesn't sound like he'll be missing the next game. There we go. Good. Good. But uh, that was a concern. Awesome. Thank you, That
0: was a concern. Man, it is... After a match like this, especially given the result, it's very, very easy to hand out the negatives, especially given the red card, especially given the refereeing decision. And these are all thoughtful discourse. These are all things that need to be pointed out. I want to make sure that we don't lose sight of the performance and some standout players. And again, despite what some people in the chat say, which are entitled to your opinion... I don't believe that we're in the point of the season where this is hollow perspective or these performances league don't matter. So this it's is so tight. This is so tight. There, we're, we're talking about double digit matches left here. Plenty of time. And again, I do, I, that, this is what I love. I do like Thomas's comment that I know we already talked about is maybe this is a watershed moment to rally around. You talk about a profess a Absolutely solid attacking performance against Monterey Bay. Yes, albeit where they are in the table. And then you followed with something like this. This was the one thing we were we were looking at. Is, is this going to be a San Antonio performance or excuse me, a Sacramento performance, or is this going to be a Monterey Bay performance? And we really got something kind of different than both. But if you're talking about the quality of overall team performance, very much not even without a doubt, closer to the Monterey Bay performance. And that is something to rally around the guy to me who again, it's a cliche. You guys I love a cliche. Goals oh, you change. do love a cliche. Goals change games. Ugh. That's our man of the match. It's Dan Trejo. Dan Trejo. I, I I like the Trejo choice, but... Yeah. 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 Dan Trejo, one goal, off two shots, one shot on target, 1.03 XG. I think those stats, right, and yes, he has the goal that came out of seemingly nowhere, a beautiful ball by Carlos Harvey, threading the needle. It was... If not, not great in audio medium, we will have to get a video of this, but even just on the goal itself, he checks through, not even by moving his body so much, but kind of almost with his eyes, gives a little bit of a shoulder fake defender. Absolutely. Which it's partly on the, on the San Antonio defender. He absolutely tries to undercut it for no reason. And then trio just slips in behind him. It's the little nuances that makes him such a different player. And especially in a match where you're now down to 10 men. And you need to think, how can I make smart runs where I know the ball over the top isn't necessarily going to be working, where it's going to be very difficult to break down defense. It's those through balls in behind where you have a defense creeping up on their line is how you do it. That's exactly what he did. You have to know the situation and you have to know what the defender is doing. He did both, made it look absolutely easy, but not just that. I mean, the effort he put in, that man absolutely hustled his ass off and deservingly so, man of the match.
1: Indeed, indeed. So yeah, I think, look, overall on that front Trejo became the attacking outlet when Rantiago oh, yeah. went. Trejo was, in many ways, the main and at times only attacking outlet. I think he'd been in a. I, I mean, again, I mean, D. in with Trejo's inability to clear the ball costs as the equalizer. I oh, get yeah, that well. But again, it's it's late in the game. It's, it's frustrating. It's incredibly frustrating. I won't yeah. argue that at all. But, you know, what? one other thing we haven't spoken about in terms of the goal conceded was yeah. Rocco, I think. Look, I'm going to make a, a comment on Rocco with the the, the second goal. Sure. A, I understand um, there is a... Whenever a goalkeeper makes a decision like that, it never looks good. It never looks good. Um, he has been asked to play in that kind of role and has been doing so many times this season. It has helped the team more often probably than it hasn't. The problem is, of course, eventually you're going to get caught and that's what happened tonight and it's not great when it happens it looks awful yeah um i mean there's a question there as to whether you just that that deep in the game do you just hope that someone just takes the guy out um do you I, hope that someone just takes the red card i was kind of okay with it and <laughs> i was okay, i was okay hopefully okay with it. <laughs> play for that yeah. draw then and hang yeah. on and walk away with the point yeah um I mean, goalie man, Pat gets the point there. I, I, I don't necessarily disagree. Right? I, I understand that one. Um, at that stage, look, if it was five minutes to play necessarily, or five minutes to the 90s, so about the 85th minute, I understand the, the nerve about doing that. But it happens at 92. At that point, take, I take, can take You take now. the red. You take the red. Just, plus, plus, just take it. Just take it. And then back everyone back there. Yeah. Um, Plus also, you kind of have to, I I don't disagree with Pat in that one. I don't disagree with RD in that one. I I understand. I completely broadly speaking would agree.
0: Yeah. I mean, especially at the time where he was beat, where then he's running parallel to him. And it's like, okay, well at this point, unless he just misses the shot, he's going to score. So you, it's an instantaneous snap decision. One you got to make, even though you lose the consequence. I think the thing, and I don't want this to get lost again, to your point, it is easy to say Rocco too far high off his line, had a bad angle, all this stuff. Lest we forget, a couple weeks ago in this home game where Rising was holding on to uh, one goal lead, if I'm not mistaken, he was in a very similar situation where uh, attacker coming at him one-on-one, Rocco took the high angle, forced the attacker farther out wide, and ended up being uh, uh, Mm -hmm. deflected off, no goal. These things can play to your advantage. It just so happened didn't work out today. If you're Mm -hmm. replaying that same situation again, knowing that Rising is... Pushing for a goal, because as they've been doing, they don't want to settle for a draw, even if you're down a man. I get you want the point, but they were still in a sense of having him play up high near the midfield line wasn't a bad situation. If you're in that situation again, 10 out of 10, other than changing where I would would tackle the guy, I'd take the red card or whatever. If I'm Rocco, I would not play the situation different other than taking the guy out.
1: Okay, right. I'm going to... Use that now as the excuse to segue back to big picture a little bit here. And I want to do so because we did have one chat that came in a couple of minutes ago uh, from Goalie Man Pat. All I'm saying is everything that's being said is getting dangerously close to the same things we were saying at this time last year. I understand that. I understand that there were times last year where there was frustration where excuses would be made, all of that kind of stuff. I think this one's a little bit different. If you want to say that about Sacramento, go ahead. If you want to say that again about Miami, go ahead. If you want to say that about the Las Vegas loss, go ahead. I understand that those were bad losses. They were bad games with a bad performance that needs and, frankly, should be called out. I think we did at the time, even if we've tried to add context at times. But I think we've done a reasonable job in calling out the fact that, especially that Sacramento game, ugly, awful. The players, quite frankly, needed a reminder on times of, of... Just, no, no, you can't put a performance in like that in the first half of a game. You just can't. However... Tonight that's not what I saw. And again, it's it's complicated. You can't expect the team to win every game. I understand the context there, but to me, there are. I'm gonna move it onto the bigger picture as well. And the people who who are chanting Juana out from the north end, I'd like to ask, do you know what football is? Did you watch the same game that I watched? Are you are you here in planet Earth? Is this the stadium you are occupying? Are you Uh, do do you I I, I don't know I mean I I, I wonder I wonder look it's again you're right you're right on the bad losses earlier in the year make this tougher to accept I agree I agree I'm not going to argue with that one um (laughs) look tonight if we're going to look at the loss who are we putting it on it could go on the referee if you think it wasn't a red card. Oh, man. It could go on Manuel Artiaga, even if you don't think it's a red card, because you shouldn't be getting involved in that. It could go on, and this may sound harsh, I think this is a very harsh one, but if you wanted to go down the route of saying Rocco for not taking the guy out at the very end, you, you can make an argument for it. I don't necessarily agree with that, but you can make an argument for it. I don't personally see where the argument for this one being on Juan is, and I mean, man, Pat, you you agree there? It's good. I like finding common ground with people. This one is not on Juan. I think it's not on the boys who finished that game, and it's not on Juan Guerra. Again, if you're going to blame anyone for this one tonight, it's on Rising's team, it's Manuel Arteaga for getting involved in something that he shouldn't have gotten involved with. Right or wrong decision on the red card, he should have had the maturity to not do so. But... I mean, to call for Juan's head after this game, I, I just sometimes look, I, I, I understand, right? And people will say this now, I, am I am I defensive of Juan in ways that we were more? I get that accusation sometimes. People will say I'm more defensive of Juan than I was of Rick. And everything. I think there are differences, material differences sure. in the cases of what we're seeing. Um, I just don't get how anyone could look at tonight and say, well, this one's on Juan Guerra. I don't get that.
0: There, I don't get it there there are multiple differences for for the comment of saying hey this is how this is this is similar to what we were saying around this time this year a couple things number one this was a team that was taken over slightly after midseason by one get a yes at this point this this year we're thinking hey the the, the results got to come we can't just keep having these performances okay you're taking over team mid team midseason after midseason. And you're kind of left to pick up the pieces that hire was not just for, Hey, let's rescue this team and get into the playoffs for last season. It was for the broader picture ahead. The other thing is this. I understand that results have to come and we talk about this consistently. It is a broken record on this show that performances you hope to match the results. There have been rising wins and draws that we have said their performance was horrible and that we have
1: lambasted the, the performance, even despite a positive result. Well, can, and we, can we also be honest about the fact that early in the season, we were quite critical, I thought, of some of the tactical direction as well at times. We were. What we were seeing was quite poor, and it was time for people to actually start thinking up new ideas and time to actually think about adapting in the right ways instead of making bad decisions
0: and yes and so then that leads into my point of this is something where you see within the this this result tonight and with the performance not just the effort which yes that can be measured whether that's down to a coach or players whatever it's not just in the effort it is about how teams can adapt how we have seen this team even in recent weeks this isn't like oh it's an earlier the season thing we haven't seen since that this team still stalls on the attack right there still have been poor poor Performances from an attacking standpoint from a lack of clearances and just bad passes on the defense. We're not saying this is a 180 where okay, like rising doesn't have any of the issues of old or anything like that. But this team has been adaptable. Even if it hasn't always worked, even if there has been silly mistakes, you can't look at this team and say that there hasn't been an emphasis to at least bring in new players, to try new personnel, to find new ways to attack. You've seen this from weeks where one week they are. Flinging the ball in 20 30 crosses, none of them are, are hitting to a performance like this. Where even if you are shorthanded, you go, you change up your attack, you fought, you bring in players and put them in different situations that make it work, and then you're just hanging mm-hmm. on. It's you, it's tough to me to draw the comparison. Where to me, it's just overall so. So different from the point we were at last season. I don't. I don't understand that in comparison.
1: I will say Thomas actually with an interesting comment there. Sack loss was a debacle, but tonight was a vindication of what Juan is building. We almost won this game with ten.
0: Yeah, that doesn't. That doesn't. wrong. That doesn't happen before.
1: No. No. no, no it, it, it I don't think this happens. That. Last that to year. me is the best. Team falls the, apart that, last. That year. to me is the biggest
0: reason why this is different from last season. Whether you're talking about when it was with great Wan or talking about when Juan took over, this performance. Yes, albeit the result, this does not happen last season. No, it doesn't. No. One word, consistency, RD. That's a, that's a fantastic way to put it. Someone to me, very, very consistent that I've seen as of late, and I do want to give a shout out.
1: It's Max Simpson it's our, buying beers. our friends at 4Peaks. Oh, you Four got it. You, you got
0: me. It was our friends at 4Peaks. They're very consistent. They're always consistent, right? Nice and ice cold. Uh, always delicious after, uh, you know, tough result like this. In good times and in bad. Toast our friends at 4Peaks. The wows, the hazies, the kill lifters. Uh, you know, let's nice get a cold one. Check out our friends at Four Peaks on Instagram at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub to follow along with everything they're going on in the beer game. Yes, you would like to As
1: find- the PHNX Sports YouTube is saying, Max is buying every
0: one
2: of you beers. This is, you know,
1: honestly, there's 37 people watching this at this minute live right this moment. You got 37 beers to buy. You know, this is honestly my fault for pausing to uh, acknowledge uh, whatever what, what, whatever, you were looking to get Absolutely. me on. I'm not even responsible for it this time.
0: Yeah, listen. It's I can, not me. Listen, I can see. Producer Jacob absolutely grinning in our beers freaking on. cam.
1: I will get on. you. No, Max. don't you peace it? No. Beers on Max. Gonna... Remember 21 year olds to enjoy responsibly. Beers on Max. Beers on Max. I will I will be getting my
0: come on producer Jacob. Uh, you know, some place where I did buy beers, I did buy four Beaks beers. beers. At our friends at Valley Taproom, I did buy those beers. You in the chat, you guys know in the chat when you were there, you can vouch for me, put in the chat. Here's my alibi it's in there because i did buy Breers at valley taproom when we saw that dueling watch party in netherlands usa we're not gonna talk about that result and then sacramento rising we're not gonna talk about that result but hey we were buy- i was buying four peaks beers, bills on me shout out my man donald valley taproom hooking uh
1: did he just say beers on me no
0: do he not say it. It. <laughs> it is snow. No, 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 We're not claiming this. This, I, I, no, no, no. I can't, I can't do this. This podcast is the death of me. Valley Tap Room, not the death of me. Check out our friends at Valley Tap Room on Instagram, at Valley Tap Room, and check them out in person. off the of two into a Gilbert. Again, go to Donald. At Valley Tap
1: Room, good people. Tell my Sam sent you. Good time. And great time. We have a lot of fun there.
0: Yes, great time. And <laughs> Chris in the chat, Max. No, Jake, we're not clipping it. No, we BJ. Talking. we're. There's no meme, Max. There is no meme. Albert, no. Max does not spill beers. We're done. We're, we're done. Um, no, we're not. No, we're not done. But uh, yes, thank you, Valley Tap Room let's move on because i'm not buying thank you producer
1: jacob gosh darn it tell Um, me exactly when all right
0: um well this podcast has seemingly gone off the rails um don't don't worry i'm gonna clip it as well
1: by the way as soon as i get home all all righty
0: um anything uh, i mean listen there's yeah there's definitely definitely stuff we have not covered but let's go let's go to around the usl
1: all right well let me read out the scores again it's been a Somewhat wild day and uh, weekend, in fact. My like my si- my my
0: uh, six leg USL am so Going
1: to read, I think, all of the results. Yeah, just so that we've got that context. We'll go back and well, and start on Friday, August the fourth. Ah, Charleston Battery nil, Oakland Roots one rooted, FC Tulsa nil, Louisville City three good barbecue, Colorado Springs Switchbacks two. Birmingham Legion 1 Snowboarding and today August the 5th Pittsburgh Riverhounds 1 Tampa Bay Rowdies nil Ruff roof. the Miami FC 4 El Paso Locomotive nil I got that just that's a lot of goals for Miami Hartford Athletic 2 New Mexico United 1 ah India 11 1 Memphis 901 Two Mm -hmm. Monterey Bay nil Sacramento Republic one good team San Diego loyal one Orange County three ah the turnaround Las Vegas lights two RGV one Las Vegas lights second win not gonna talk about the there we go
0: it's not the only win anymore that's actually that's actually nice ah I mean why so that's Vegas's second win And if I'm not mistaken, this is rising second loss at uh, only second loss at home other than to Vegas. That's uh, something we do have a dollar chat. Super chat from Damon. Max plus Fanny Pack equals mad Kenner Oh, man. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's fair. That's fair. I do. uh, I do rock a Fanny Pack when I need to. Um, Okay, we went around the USL. Oh, and Davin in the chat is saying he will buy free Polar Pops. Buy free polar pops. Anyone can buy free polar pops. Text net code next to three one three one zero. Bam. Uh, boom. You got two circular okay, keavens. There you go. um Anything else we we missed in this one? I mean, yes, we're gonna go way more in depth on our show on Tuesday. Throughout the week, we got a lot to break this one down. But just kind of gut reaction. What else? What else?
1: oh Hang on a minute. Let me just pull the standings. Yeah, where, that... where are we at? Where are we? Uh, still eighth. Still 8th tonight. Phoenix Rising will end the night in 8th. New Mexico United, by virtue of their loss to Hartford Athletic, do not gain any ground. Monterey Bay also, uh, they are two points behind, as are RGV, two points behind. Yeah. Because of their win against San Diego Loyal, Orange County now move into fourth. They are on 34 points. San Diego Loyal on 33. Colorado Springs on 32. El Paso, 32. And Rising on 29. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Rising now, five points back on fourth uh, with just about, what is it, 12 games to go? 12 ah. games to go for Rising. There is, of course, questions in hand in various points here. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Roger Dodger, will the AZ schools miss the Pacific Ocean? Um, That's a, well... I mean, they're still going to be in Arizona. That's a oh, I, I get what he's asking. Going to Pac-12, yeah. Check out our uh, check out the PHX Sun Devils and PHX PHX Wildcats podcast. They can help answer that question. They but, can, but they uh, can. yeah, I, I like I like the Pacific Coast. Um, yeah, that was a match. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we're down here because we're going in circles. I don't want anyway, to anyway. I just what? want to read a couple what? more of the chats.
1: Just a couple what? more of the chats. Just fine. So we'll we we'll appease the people. Okay. Uh, so Kieran with Max's canup. What? No,
0: I just, no, we're not, no, 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 no. Okay, we're not, no, we're done with it. There we go, the we're chef. photoshopping one of those later.
1: Fantastic, I've got some nice Photoshop photo when I get home. You really have way too Open much you way too too time. You have, have time. way too much no, time. You have way too much time. No, it's a Saturday hands. night. What else am I going to do? I'm going home, I'm opening a couple of beers. It is, yeah, it's all, gonna, um, Saturday night, it's almost, it's almost, it's midnight. It it is, almost midnight. It is, it is time to get on, time to get on. Roger, it's a socket stream. I'm sorry. Don't worry, it's okay, it's okay. We appreciate you hopping in, Roger, don't worry. Um, no, yeah, oh, yeah. Roger, welcome, welcome to have you. Welcome. We got, we got other podcasts. podcast if you've, well, got, but yes. if you've got some, if you've got some hot takes, feel free to drop them yeah, in. Uh, Albert, if you want love more it. frustration and disappointment, stay up and watch the U.S. Women's National Team. Against- We're done here, but yes, that is that's kinda, and if you, kinda you, kinda wanna, if you really want? You really want to inflict the pain on yourselves? Cardiff playing at six six thirty in the morning, something like that. Oh, oh, Cardiff God, Cardiff leads. They leads.
0: Oh man. Oh man, make college super league. Okay, on that comment, we know college super league. We're done here. We're done. here. We're done. Appreciate everyone joining us again. Join us on Tuesday, 6 p.m. for the usual shenanigans. We're going to be bringing them down this match even further and seeing
1: where we can move on from here. Also, Cardiff are going to win 2 1 in that. I know there was a chance for a, uh, there was a request for a prediction earlier, way earlier in the chat, but uh, I finally managed to work it in we oh, yeah fair enough the appreciate
0: everyone joining us on here you can follow us on twitter at phnext underscore underscore because double the underscore i don't know i don't
1: feel like double, saying the, tonight. double the
0: double the double the the goals can see in the last five minutes oh, double gosh.
1: games overnight if you want to just stay up apparently yeah and not, and never go to sleep
0: sports uh you can follow me on twitter at max david simpson. you can follow this guy on twitter at oj evans 18
1: um it's a beautiful game you, know you can also follow, by the way. Um, yeah. Sorry, the the lad who hopped in very briefly here in and Jake Anderson. You can follow him at JWA1994. Am I correct? He's not, he's giving go. me the thumbs up. I, I got it right. There we, we are. We love that. Yeah,
0: it's uh, it is the beautiful game. You know, it's beautiful. Hang
1: on a minute, Roger, Roger says, no! "Stay on, let's talk." <laughs> Roger, oh my gosh, Roger, <laughs> just talk to him. Talk to him, Max. Tell him, Roger. tell him,
0: Roger, Roger, Dodger. That's a it's a nice nice name. Uh, you know, we should talk on Tuesday because it's uh we tired right now, and maybe uh, yeah, you should check out our podcast, other things like that. But hey, uh, you know what else is beautiful? Beautiful game. Max buying beers. No, we're no, 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 no. Hey, Jacob, do not end that stream. You know what else is even more Max beautiful? Max No, we're stop. <laughs> I gotta do my sign up. It's a beautiful game. You know, it's more beautiful. Max beers. Okay, no, it's not. Max it's goal. beers. Two goals in the last five minutes. Here Max we go. We're beers. done here. Goodbye. Have a good night. Get out of here. Go bye. End the stream, Jacob. End the stream.